Hey everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Graceful Vibin' with Brittany. I first off wanted to start by saying thank you all so very much for the outpouring of love and support that you have shown me over the release of my very first podcast. The messages, the kind words I've received have been overwhelming, brought tears to my eyes and a smile to my face. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. It truly means the world. I wanted to start this just to help one person know they're not alone in their mental health struggles. And that's continually going to be my goal. By sharing my journey, our stories may not all be the same, but we have the strength inside of us to keep living. We have the strength inside of us to find the happiness we all deserve. So I kind of want to just dig right into this next episode. It's where all of my mental health struggles have started. Uh, It's been weighing on me heavy for the last 18 years. So bear with me while I try to get this all out. I've stopped and started this recording an unhealthy numerous amount of times, but I will get it out. But here it goes. So I was 18 years old and I had just moved out on my own, very first place. I got a roommate and we decided to have a housewarming party and he invited his friends and family, I invited my friends and family. Um, The night went great, it was fun, you know, being out on your own for the first time, it was liberating. Uh, But I had to work early the next day, worked a lot back then, 48 hours plus a week. Um, I went to bed, I shut my door, laid down, fell asleep. Well, I was awoken by my sister screaming, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I looked up and there was a man on top of me. I still remember the look in his eyes, the smell of his breath, what he was wearing, how dark it was. I don't know why. I didn't know there was a man on top of me. Back then, I didn't know why I should say. Now, I have an inkling as to why I don't remember it, but I can't be sure. I just remember covering myself in a sheet and running outside. It was pitch black. There wasn't very many people still there. I was scared out of my mind. There was a million things running through my head anger. I was frightened. But the very first thing that popped in my head was somebody just took away something very special for me. I will never know what it's like to ever fall in love or be intimate with somebody for the very first time. It was totally ripped right out from me in a selfish way. I think that is the biggest part that has hurt me about this whole situation the most. And back then, you just talked to your family and friends. You didn't have like an outlet like social media um, to find groups of people to talk to. I don't even recall if back then if there was a a way to like 
find help with this. Um, I just know that the next day I was told that I was told by his friends and family that it takes two, you better not say anything because this threat and that threat. And I was scared out of my mind. It took me a week just to tell my mom. And that's something that ate at me from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. And I was afraid to tell my mom. I felt like I was going to be letting her down because I put myself in that situation. And maybe I shouldn't even say that I put myself in that situation, that I was put in that situation. And what would she think of me? Even though this wasn't my fault. It felt better telling her, but the situation didn't go away and nothing, no justice was done. I was just constantly met with threats. So I kind of just buried this problem way deep down inside of me for many years until I struggled with one battle after another, after another. And then finally on a specific instance in my life, which I'll share with you in the upcoming episodes, I just couldn't take it anymore. I now had to deal with everything at one time because I had no more strength left inside of me. I just, I had nothing else to give. I had no fight left. And it's hard speaking about stuff like this. And, and one of the reasons why it's hard to speak about stuff like this is there's so much criticism. I see it. I, you, you know, you see these problems happen in the media and on social media. And there are people that sit behind a keyboard and they think they know what happened. There are people most definitely are not truthful and say things just for fame. But there are so, so many people, no matter what gender you are that go through the same exact problem whether it's just being touched some kind of sexual assault or being raped and it is so selfish of the other person to do it it is so selfish for them to claim or fight that they didn't do it because you should just own up to your mistakes in return i don't care what kind of influence you're under you never put your hands on somebody that didn't give you permission so angering because you can't change the situation and for a lot of people they were put in that position and they didn't know it they won't remember it or they were forced there's just so many different circumstances And when I see something like that happen, I try to understand it and I have more empathy because it's happened to me. I don't automatically just say there's two sides to every story because in situations like this, I feel like most of the time there's only one and that's somebody being completely selfish, disregarding you and how you feel and taking a piece of your life away from you, giving you something that you have to live with the rest of your life, this heaviness this and in, in, in this heaviness creates distrust in people and it really affects your life going forward sometimes I ask myself do I really know what it's like to love somebody because I will never know what it's like to have that first emotional connection would it ever really matter 
part of me thinks it does. And I always felt like whoever I met, I had to like tell in a toned down version what happened to me so they understood that I wasn't just ready to jump into some intimate setting with them. Maybe I was looking for somebody that would understand, but the situation's hard for a lot of people to understand because not everybody goes through it. You can listen to the person that's expressing, but deep down, do you really understand how it's emotionally affecting them? So don't be like me. Don't keep all of these things inside and let them pile up so high that you can't dig yourself out of for 10, 15 years like I did. I spent most of my 20s and early 30s in this deep, dark depression. If you can talk to somebody, talk to them. Find somebody that you can trust. Even if it's a therapist, I am not one of those, but I can share my journey and hope that someone understands that I know what they're going through. I know that it's hard to find your strength during times like this. I know that you probably feel no self-worth. You don't feel beautiful. You see yourself in a different light, but know that those feelings can change. I feel like we kind of live our lives in like this pleasant bill movie where things are perfect and I feel like we get online and you see perfection. Uh, the algorithm shows you everything that's perfect instead of real life. I wish that that didn't work that way. It's rare that I come across something that deals with mental health or depression or anxiety unless I'm searching super hard for it. Unlike some of the other topics that I see constantly day in and day out. That's even unhealthy for us and adds more to our depression and our anxiety because all of the things going on in the world, being an adult and dealing with all of these problems, it just feels like thousands of pounds of rocks sitting on your shoulders that you just can't and you can't move you can't get out of this feeling this heaviness so I just want you to breathe I want you to know that it's gonna be okay I know that you probably feel like you have no strength left inside of you even if there's only 2% of strength left inside of you, it's enough to keep fighting. So there's this affirmation that I say to myself quite often. It's probably one of my favorites. It goes like this. It's okay to fall apart sometimes. Tacos do, and we still love them. I, I just love it. I love tacos. If you know me, you know how much I love tacos and wine. Those, those are two of my most favorite things in life. But I want you to go out today and I want you to be extra like guac. You know, you are worth every extra penny of life to find your happiness. You are worth so much. And I know it's hard to think of or 
it's hard to fathom and imagine. Trust me, I've been there. I, I didn't think that I would ever be sitting here today with an inkling of happiness inside of me because I felt like it was all gone. My soul was sucked out of me and I was just, I, and I was just this shell living on earth. Let that affirmation be what gets you through the next week. Don't let anybody tell you you're not extra. Because you are. Try not to laugh at yourself when you say it either, because I do. It brings a, it actually just brings a smile to my face. Um, and just find some reasons this week to be happy. Whether it's going and getting your nails done, it's going out and talking to a friend, having coffee, reaching out to somebody you haven't talked to in a long time, just find a reason to just find a reason to find your way back to yourself again. So I'm going to have some special guests on the next few episodes. Um, if you would like, follow me on Twitter for update. Find me at, at Graceful Vibin. I also have a website and I will link that on my Twitter. Share this episode with whoever you feel like needs to hear this. I will continually preach to you guys that I'm just here to share my journey so one person doesn't feel alone. It's entirely why I started this podcast. And just remember, there is a light at the end of the tunnel from trauma to healing. I'm so very thankful for everyone listening to everything that I have to say. Remember, have faith things will work out. And always end your day with graceful vibes. See you guys next week for episode three.